You're listening to the two dumb users. Ano ba yan, Rudy? <laughs> if you guys think that one's funny with Pickett being reckless apparently at the uh, at the concert last week we do hear this first one that i got for you today before we get started oh, God. now this one is in colorado and i wish i wish i could say it was in florida or in ohio however i cannot do so this was in ohio i mean nothing can beat the nashville thing this is here listen to this this is in colorado man accused of dui tried to swap seats with his dog i saw that that is in springfield colorado a dude was loaded i don't even know if he's loaded he was drinking and he was driving and he got pulled over and when he went to, uh when he <laughs> the cops went to pull him over he switched his the dog, the dog. They the, yeah i'm, I'm so. all for it that that was a uh that was, that a, was big, a great plan b there that was that, that was a good it was a good one you know it was a 3000 iq play i i thoroughly enjoyed i thought it was a smart move on his point i mean um, in, in all honestly when you sit back and think about it how could that ever possibly work you know what i mean because the dog now i've heard it all be driving anyway you know it's like oh my dog was driving <laughs> not only driving but he was drunk you know my dog ate my homework yeah exactly I, good morning I, everybody welcome back to the two dumb users this is episode 309 309 Ooh. um we are on our summer schedule today we are cut back uh, of course the shows are from 11 30 to 12 monday through sunday seven days a week seven, seven days, days a week a so week. even if there's a little bit of pullback every day that is so we could extend the show throughout the whole week and um be with you every day um I want to touch on a few things first. Now, this O'Shanty, this this guy that plays baseball for the Angels. Uh-huh. Now we're over here. Did you say O'Shanty? Now we're over here. I don't we know. know who, we know who he's talking. Yeah, about. you know what I'm talking about. It is Ryan. Like a, he comes on, Ryan. The Asian he, guy who could pitch and. Uh, oh, there we go. Yeah. See, see what you see what oh, you made me do, Derpy. Is, is this what you want me to do? So anyway, this guy here, we're over here paying. <laughs> excuse me, Brian Reynolds, all his money. To bloop balls in the outfield in a series where we're struggling. <laughs> this guy against the Orioles yesterday, the team that just they annihilated us. Get this. He pitched seven innings. Yeah. Gave up four hits, had five strikeouts, only a couple walks, five earned runs. But then on top of that, he goes four for five at the DH position. Three RBIs, three runs, and a walk. I uh, uh, it, it, while beating while beating the Orioles, he basically yeah. single handedly beat the Oreo the Orioles well, yeah. in, in a series that we couldn't do nothing. And we're worried about giving um, Brian Reynolds crazy money. This guy here is the kind of guy that deserves crazy money. Like he I said, does. This, like, Brian like, Reynolds, all you know, once a game over the weekend when we were getting dominated, Brian Reynolds, like I said, he blooped a, a single into the outfield when there was no, and there was nobody on base. No, like, this guy right here, him and Mike Trout are the entire Angels team. Like, there's that meme <laughs> going around. It's like, you know, Oshane pitches seven innings, gives up one, gives up no runs, four strikeouts, and a walk. You know, tr- it also hits like a home run. Trout <laughs> hits a home run. Angels lose four to three. 
You know, he he is their whole team. Him and Mike Trout are their whole team. And I, I would give they're probably going to be moved at the deadline. But I would give any money to have either of those two over Brian Reynolds. Well, you are. You're going to have pay any money because I mean, these guys are actually really good baseball players. <laughs> I, and I just, in, in Pittsburgh, you could slide somebody in who's, you know, slightly higher, than, you know, better than average and claim that they're one of these players and give them all kind of money, which is what I think happened with, with Reynolds. I mean, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not in love with Reynolds. I've, he's grown on me. Yeah. But I, I seen these numbers and I thought, geez, oh man, this guy single-handedly beat the Orioles. This was a team that we couldn't do nothing, mm-hmm. nothing oh. against. And then here he comes in, just dominates, dominates. Unbelievable, man. This is the guy. This is the kind of guy that deserves the money. This is this is the big money player right here. Oh yeah, big time, big time. And like, I, I like when he was. I remember when Otani was coming over. Like the Pirates, like, oh, we're, we we gave him an offer. We tried. Yeah, they probably offered him like you know, no one, no one, Bob Nutting, the hillbilly prince. He probably offered him wontons or something, thinking he was Chinese. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and wondered why we couldn't get him. So there you have it. I, I mean, geez, oh man, this is why they, this is, and, in the, and I don't have to keep on going on and telling people why the pirates stink. I mean, we've been doing this for quite some time now, but uh, <laughs> just seeing these, this, this kind of performance from one yeah. person. I, I know, I know. And here's the bucko. We, we pay Brian Reynolds all this money. Now he can't do anything. We're paying Brian Hayes <laughs> all this money as a corner infielder. And he he's on pace for like six home runs this year. Get out of here. And uh, we uh, we gained a little ground yesterday on our day off. We're apparently better when we don't play. <laughs> there we go. The Cardinals spanked. They spanked the Brewers 18 to 1. And as I said, watch Baseball this Cardinals is a weird team. sport, fellas. Watch this Cardinals team. And remember my theory from the other week. I, I think that this, this Cardinals team that was down and out, 10 games out at one point, will win this division. But – uh they win 18 to one. The Reds and Cubs also lose. So, you know, as I said, we, we gain ground on everybody with having the day off. We get back at it today against the Detroit Tigers. We started two game series. Uh, this game starts at six 40 this evening. Uh, Lewis, I'm, I'm going to need you to win. Lewis Ortiz is back on the Hill tonight. He's played he through his first game last week in his first start uh, coming up for Velasquez. He is and one with the three sixty and a one single strikeout. And uh, Michael Lorenzen is one and two, of course, is the Tigers pitcher for this evening with a 4.18 and 19 strikeouts on the season. So uh, I I tend to think that we're going to, you know what, and this is crazy. This is crazy to even say this because I'll say it and it'll be wrong and we'll just, but I, I, I tend to think that maybe, just maybe tonight might be somewhat of a turning point. You think you're going with that? And when I say that, I, 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 and when I, I say that. Oh, that I mean, I, I don't turn. I don't mean like a real team's turning point. I mean like a Pirates turning point. Like you know, like maybe they'll win. You know, yeah. It's still but early. That is. <laughs> we're a quarter of the way through the season. We 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 we, we we've peaked too early. I, I'm convinced. If you would have went based on May, we would be the World Series champions. But uh, Derby, why why can't we do that? Yeah, Derby, why can't we? Pitching. Derpy. It's 162. Oh, yeah. 162. That's why you play 162. There we go. We set you up. We set you up for your catchphrase. And this is how you <laughs> In front of the net. You had your stick wound up. 
you know, we tapped it, for, you know, just just right in place in front of the net for you to, to whap it in, and, and yeah, you, you're like Yon Herdina, and we're like Yarmer Yager, giving you tappings <laughs> and you're with him. Okay, you're like Rico Fada out here. Okay, oh, killing me. <laughs> uh, Mitch Keller did he did grab the National League Player yes, of the Week? Yes. well deserved. Uh, last week he had 16 innings pitched, two wins, zero earned runs given up. One complete game, one walk, and 21 Ks. Here's what they need to do. They need to not offer him a contract. because we, we well, That's what, what they're happens. doing. They're immediately, Mike. They're Everyone's immediately getting discussing a contract with, them. with them. They suck. This is what they're doing. They're, they're immediately jumping into discussion with them. Like, I don't know. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, don't do it. Keller, don't sign it. One, because you can go somewhere else and you know, probably make more and be on a better team. Two, if you do sign it, you're going to suck because that's what's happened recently. The uh, Zoltan, the Zoltan mic made its way back to the uh, the diamond the other night. Cameras Apparently in the four nothing win that we had over the Orioles in game three of that series, Kutch got on base and he pulled out the Zoltan and we won that game. So this is what, this, this, this totally crazy uh, superstitious signal that someone did after they made a hit is what I'm basing my turnaround off of. Yes, that's what we have to do here with these Pirates because, again, what they do really has no rhyme or reason. You know what? Yeah. But 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 Kutch did bring back the Zoltan sign, so this is why. This is why we make our turnaround this, story. This is out. why. You know, normally I would, like, uh, I'd attack you for saying something so silly. Yeah. But, you know, for this Buccos, that's the only thing that makes sense. Uh, yeah. You look at the stats, you look at the analytics, nothing is making sense at this point to, like, point to a turnaround. So we're going to go with Zoltan, it works for me because my god, people dropped off like we're batting crazy. You think there'd be a drop off? It was they tank, they tank. Yeah. Zoltan's gonna bring them back. I, I've given up stats when it comes to the pilots, yeah. give up analytics, giving up strategy. I'm going with Zoltan. Uh, the pirates are only a game behind Milwaukee. As I said, they gained <laughs> they gained a half a game yesterday. Mm-hmm. They're playing, they're, they're they're doing better while they're not playing, which is um, you yeah. know, no surprise to me. You know what? New strategy, boys. Just just request every game off, and I th- I think by the end of the year we might be- have enough wins to be in first place. We just hold steady. I um yeah. Just, you know what? Just just do it. Play a handful of games here and there. To ask for a couple more days off. Just put in vacation days, guys. As for PTO, talk to Manfred. He's crazy. Manfred has no idea what's going on in baseball. So just do it. So there you have it. That's your Pittsburgh Pirates scoop of the day. We'll have more. Today is somewhat of a slow news day, but we do have football to talk about, a couple Ooh. other things going on here. Uh, so I'm going to jump. I'm going to make a leap, Mike. <laughs> Not quite totally out of baseball yet, but if you do, you like college baseball, if you're a fan of the Pittsburgh University or a fan of the Penn State University, they do play a baseball game today at PNC Park. The game is 6 o'clock. Get down Ooh, and check out cool. the Penn State Nittany Lions at the Pitt Panthers at PNC Park, 6 o'clock today. That's good. It should be... Should be a good game. That's I, cool. I, I think like they should play there more often. Like when, when you know the Buckers are out of town and they have games. Yeah. Easy park. My God, it's a beautiful. You no, know, they're, they're 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 super. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but if you take one of them tours and you and you go, you know, you go down to the stadium during oh, the day you and you walk through, which it's amazing. You can't touch anything. No. If you spit on the grass, they're throwing you out. I mean, I, I, yeah. that's why I want to. I want to spit on the grass. I'm a baseball. I'm on a baseball field for crying out loud. I know, like every like every stadium is like that too. I remember when I was younger, we went up to Toronto, and that's when they still had. No, yeah, it was a Toronto, you know, in the dome and all that. You can you're able to tour it, but 
you you could not look at it. you you couldn't step on the dirt yeah you might as well or be watching it from tv like, well then why am i why'd you take me down to the field level if i can't touch it right against astroturf and dirt mm-hmm. astroturf and dirt you know you're having a tour come through let the ground screw know hey you're probably gonna have to fix some stuff yeah, up. it's astroturf like kids, for crying out loud. we were like kids at that point you know we were like it's still in school like you know hey you're having kids bunch coming through right to fix this stuff up it's astroturf it's not like it's grass it was astroturf i don't get it uh we did mention yesterday troy williams the quarterback for the pittsburgh maulers he was up for player of the yes. week he did win offensive player of the week for his big performance yesterday and on top of that guys I mean, it's not impressive, but the Pittsburgh Maulers are tied in a four-way tie for first place in the USFL North. <laughs> and two and, three. two and three. Now, this team, it, it it makes you think a little bit about the XFL and what just happened yes. to the four yeah. and six Arlington Renegades. If you're from a division that's, that's bad mm-hmm. and you could sneak in, who knows? Say two teams with a poor record get in out of that division, which is kind of crazy and sad to say. And don't get me wrong, there's still five. There's plenty of room to win yeah. more football games. But if they don't, you can still see that the, the, the Maulers are still, you know, they're, they're hanging in there. They're hanging in there. And tell you what, they're two and three. That is a deceptive two and three because they started off terrible. Yeah. But now they settled in with Williams as their quarterback. And that offense, my God. Yeah. From, not even from week one to week five now that they're in, but from like week week two, week three to week defense, the defense, even jump with from the week Ruben three Foster, to week four was huge. Yeah, still stingy, defense. the special teams is playing oh. good. You're seeing new stars pop up every week. I'm really enjoying this. And I am too, man. They're, this might make it worthwhile to, to pay attention to, to the smallest team going yeah. down the stretch because again, you're halfway through, you're in a playoff spot right now. Yeah. You know, in theory, um, the, the offense is picking up. Defense is still, is still, they only gave up, what, nine points the other day, seven points. Um, the defense, they're still doing what they do, and the special teams is getting better every week. So it could be a lot of fun. Nobody is really separating themselves from the pack in the USFL. No. So, you know, that that could be another reason to um, – And, hey, guys, this interest. might be our best chance to bring a championship to Pittsburgh. Ah, that's, <laughs> that's crazy talk. It is crazy talk, but, hey, man, I'll take any championship we can get. Yeah. So let's go Maulers. Uh, real quick before we hop into the NFL, the um, conference championship in the NBA. I, I do I want to talk about this for a minute. You have LeBron James and the Lakers. This seems to be a big thing on my feed. I see a lot of people really, really into these Lakers. I don't know whether they're always into the Lakers, whether they're into LeBron, whether I don't know. But a lot of people talking about the Lakers. It is the Lakers and the Nuggets. That's going to be a good series. And then the winner of the Heat and the Celtics will play them in a championship. Whoever wins that. Um, I'm, a, I'm a Lakers fan, but I, I I wouldn't be too upset if they lose to the Nuggets. I kind of want to see Jokic go for uh, go for a ring. I want to see what team LeBron switches to after he loses. <laughs> he's not. He's, he's, he's going to find the team that has the most superstars on it who's still in it. And he's going to you're going to come. Up, he's he gonna, took, he no. the, you'll you'll look out at the tip ball for the first game of the finals, and he'll be out there doing his his, his powder thing. Only way he's switching is where his son goes. Exactly. You know, he took that bubble Laker team that way he dragged that team to the championship. Mr. Loyalty. But um but yeah, anyway baby, you gotta go where the money is baby. Yeah that's loyalty. Um yeah, that's me. I'm loyal to that almighty dollar. Yeah, I don't baby. think it's all about the money with him anymore. Mike he, he I think he's reached the top at this point. I think he's just working on padding his numbers. I, I really yeah, honestly yeah. do I would too man. I mean once you're hundreds of million dollars in I think it um Again, the agenda changes. But, again, that's neither here nor there. Let's talk some football, guys. Le'Veon Bell, he uh, called out Vontae's Burfitt yesterday. He wants to box him. 
But Vontae's Vontae's perfect response wasn't as quite as what everyone thought it was going to be. Burford comes out and says, well, you know, why do we have to do this in the ring? Why does it got to be about violence? Why can't we show people that we can squash this beef and have a golf match, have charity, make money for kids, whatever, whatever. I want to see him get his ass beat. Screw this charity. Screw your golf. Get in there in the ring because to me, he sounds scared. He does. He's scared. He's a fake tough guy without those pads. He's a little baby. He knows he would get beat. He knows you can go out there and cheap shot. Le'Veon Bell in this fight so he knows he's like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna do this you know this is someone who's who was a, a you know a dirty ass player and now Wait, he's trying is to he the one it. that ended uh Shazier no Shazier ended Shazier it was, was the Higgins. One, Antonio Brown right yeah, was yeah, it Antonio one, Brown? yeah he's the one who hit Antonio Brown yeah yeah and then he's the one who he you know d- purposely dove at Le'Veon so he's, he's the one that gave him mental illness right <laughs> he already had him on before, but no, Vontez Perfect is that guy who was, uh, you know, always talking this shit, but when it pushed comes up, oh man, I'm a bigger person now, I'm a bigger person now. Yeah. No, no, you are ducking. You are ducking this guy because you know you're going to get your ass beat. Yeah. I wouldn't be I, opposed like to, to the charity oh, after charity. he gets well, his butt Yeah, I mean, that's what ultimately it's going to be about. Why don't you do a charity after he gets his match? butt whooped, though. After he gets his butt whooped on the boxing match. You know, I if, be if these that. were two guys that worked in the, on the accounting team in the office, I'd say, you know what, we might as well, we better do the golf uh, yeah, outing for yeah. the charity. I mean, these guys are two very physical football players. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, get out there and fight them. You, you're yeah. scared. That's what you're I think. Scared. That's what I see. I see a scared man. Yep. Trying to come up with a something that's going to make everybody else go. Oh, uh-huh. that's a good idea. Yep. Let's let's just uh-huh. do that. No, no. F see him whoop Adrian Peters' ass, and you don't want to exactly. He saw that. He saw shit, man. He beat up AP. Uh huh. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, he's like, I'm, I'm getting up my sandwich. We we work on this short game, boys. Yeah. F F that guy. Yeah. F that guy. I mean, literally, I've only heard of that guy for about three years of my life. He kind of came and went and was another one of them guys. I mean, he was everyone told us how how extremely scary he was and talented. I personally didn't see it. I seen some cheap shots. I seen some very cheap shots. Jawing going back and forth with other players. But as far as a, a, a player that really came off to me as somebody who's intimidating, you know, Ray Lewis is along those kind of lines. This yeah. guy wasn't. And yeah. again, he kind of came and went and mm-hmm. if he was a bangle. If he could have, like, kept his head on straight and not done all those dirty hits, he would have been a damn good linebacker. So I remember Arizona State, I think that's where he came from. And watching him in college, he had the same thing. Like, he was a good physical player, but then he would just snap and lose his mind and do something stupid. It's like, dude, what are you doing? If you would have played smart, you he would have been a damn good middle linebacker for a long-ass time. Not as good as Ray Lewis, but he, he would have been in that second tier down from Ray Lewis, I thought. He had all this talent, but who was that quarter at Jeff George? Million dollar arm, 10 cent head. And that was this guy. Million dollar talent, 10 cent head. This could not stop doing stupid stuff. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers Derby. This is something that I knew that would make you jump out of your skin. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers re-signed Mason Rudolph as their third string quarterback. I know they did. They did. did. He came yesterday. <laughs> He I will know. be their third string quarterback. And you know what? I, I, I don't really care about this. You know what I mean? The third string quarterback for one, again, he's never going to see the field for two. If he does see the field, you're, you're, you're in a bad, bad spot anyway. I, I just, I, again, I, I don't care. I don't care. Who, who called this? Who, who predicted this? 
I don't know. Probably Mark Madden. Then you listen to what he said and no, told us. Me. What I'm this guessing. was all me. This all was me. I predicted this before the draft. We have it on tape and everything of how that what they were going to do. We're bringing Mason back. And yeah. here you go. For all these people complaining about Mason Rudolph, who and they all love Charlie Batch. Charlie Batch was six and three with a quarterback rating of seven and nine. People just like Mason Charlie Rudolph. Batch. He was a good guy. Yeah, Charlie Mason, Batch is far better than Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph five four and one with a quarterback rating of eight. 80.9. Numbers don't lie, Derpy. Numbers don't lie. I didn't think Charlie Batch was anything special under center. I thought he was a great guy. That's what everyone liked about him. Yeah, Mason Rudolph has done whatever Held his team has down, asked him. for Whatever was asked of Mason Rudolph, he went out there and did it. Never whined, never cried, never complained. Went out and did his job. And what does the fan base Whoa. do? Boom. He gets assaulted on the field. What do they do? They laugh at him instead of standing <laughs> up for him. I'm not a big Mason Rudolph fan, but you look at his numbers. He is what he is. He's a good number two, good, great number three, and that's who you want backing blah, up your quarterback. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Third oh, stringer, I, right? I uh, I can't wait till he has I to I blame come it in. on Hextall. I can't wait till he has to come in and he wins a couple games for us this year. Mm. Yeah. Um, also. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's my same reaction. Uh, yeah, and that's I, the thing. You know, I, I, and I wanted to talk know, about no, it because no, it I'm happened, like, and you no, can't no. not talk about it on well, a here's sports the thing, though, like, show. Backup quarterbacks, but I, I can guarantee you'll never see this guy on the field this year. The only time you'll see him on the field is when he's standing outside of a huddle with the offense. I, I Rudy's back, everybody. There you go. I'm, there I'm you go, pumped, man. I'm pumped. Now the quarterback room is set. We don't have to, you know. There's no controversy of, oh, what undrafted guy is going to be the third guy if we lose Mitch, if we lose um, Kenny. Now now it's set. You know you know the order, how it's going to be. And if you know something happens to your top two guys, you have someone who, who who's going to come in who has a has a positive sure. touchdown to interception ratio, sure has a winning record great, on but... his room. You know, he knows the offense. He knows the system. He knows the players. That's what you want. I don't understand why people are boo-booing this. It's I don't know anybody sign. that's boo-booing, but um, there you, you have guys it. Are, you guys are. You should be pumped. This is getting us to a Super Bowl. Getting yes. Mason I always Rudolph get excited getting us about to the third-string quarterback. Me too, baby. Hey, the most popular quarterback in town is the number two, and then the second most popular is number three because everyone hates the number one. You know how there it goes. Go. Uh, also, on the defensive side of the ball, the Steelers are – He is a great culture guy, Derby. He's a great culture guy. There you go. Um, also, on the defensive side of the ball, the defense, uh, they, they, they signed, they are the process of signing San Antonio Brahma's cornerback, Luke Barku. Now, I'm like, tell me a little bit about Luke Barku, if you can. Luke Barku, he played for the San Antonio Brahma's. He was like considered the prize of the uh, defensive backs in the XFL. And he, like, I, because I saw that too, and I just did a quick little research, but it was like they beat out what? A bunch of a handful of teams, and a couple of them were from our division. I can't remember. It was like the Browns and the Ravens, or, or Bengals were in there. But yeah, they, they, he chose the Steelers over a handful of teams, and two of them were division rivals. And like I said, this guy was highly sought after from the XFL. Hopefully, our secondary. I mean, we we did a lot of work this offseason, yeah. you know, between free agency and the draft, and now mm-hmm. signing this guy here out of the XFL. Hopefully, just hopefully our secondary could come around because, you know, as, as we say, it's a passing league now and you, and you yeah. have to have an elite secondary and, you know, hopefully we're, we're on our way of, to building that. I, I hope so too, man. It, it's this team is, it's doing a, like you and I were talking yesterday off air. They're doing stuff that we haven't done in years in a long time. You know, the Kevin Colbert way of like, Oh, this is just how we do it. It work on. like, no, we're, we're going to keep, signing people looking for people to bring in to help us win and i'm loving it man so this is how you play 
that's all I can say. O five. We'll see. We'll see 05, what, these, what guys can do. What does that mean, Derpy? Everyone counting us out. There we go. You got to explain yourself because I'm not up with everything. Right. I'm a bit slow. We got to move on though, guys, because we're on a shortened show. Uh, the other one of the, the big story that's the day yesterday was <laughs> Derpy brought to our attention was that the Steelers were having a visit with Quan Alexander. Uh, the linebacker free agency from the Jets. Does anybody, does anybody out there know anything about this? Did, did, did this meeting even go down? Did um anybody? It went I down, don't know anything on the update. There's, there's been no update. There's been no hint of a contract. I will be disappointed if they miss out on him. Yeah. I, I mean, is he, is he, I mean, could, uh, Mike, can you see this guy? Could, could this all take place? Can you see this happening? Could you see him coming? I mean, obviously, we need the depth yeah. at inside linebacker. This would be something that I I would think that we're taking serious at this point. But uh, I'm sure there's other inside linebackers out there that are, that are somewhat effective at the yeah in the like free the, agency pool. Yeah, this now, guy, does this Quan Alexander? I mean, does he does he fit our motif? Is he going to be somebody that this could actually play out and, and happen? He's one of those guys. Like, if he's healthy, he can ball out. But like everyone remembers his first three years in the league where he was what a pro bowler in 2016, where he peaked at 100, 113 tackles. And since then his first three years, 72 tackles, 113, 76. Then listen to this 36 tackles, 21, 44, 41, Cause he can't stay healthy. He can't stay healthy, but yet we are all salivating over a guy who can't stay healthy. We have a number of those guys on we these do who can't stay healthy. So we want to add another guy who can't stay healthy. And we have guys on the defensive line that have trouble staying healthy. We have you know what it kind of puts me in TJ Watt can't stay healthy. Holcomb was hurt last year. Guys in the secondary are, are, are get banged up throughout the year. So oh, we're gonna I mean, get another guy. Who's and that's fine. My thing fine. is every he's a team good coverage with, guy. With, he's 28 and he has good veteran leadership. Every team does leadership linebacker. Every team does deal with injuries. It is football. Yes. I mean, that's fine. I, I get that. However, the one thing that I'm being I'm a little bit concerned about is, you know, uh, you you have that guy that you work with or you know, hey, dude, if you know anybody, I, I got a guy that I can get all these cheap cars off of. He, he gets them, he fixes them up. They're, they're not perfect, but but I sell them cheap. I'll get you a car that's cheap. I just hope that Omar Khan didn't go out and say, hey, I got these guys that, they, you know, and, and they're all broke and busted and comes back. And yep. I, I just – I. I you know what I'm saying? These are the kind of fears that I'm having about this season is, is just this, this mad flock of, of people that they did. They, they just scraped up and brought in uh, uh, again. I mean, it's something that will get hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I'm just hoping that we don't have too many used cars mm -hmm. and I just hope that they don't all start breaking out at the same time yep. because that could be a big problem. I, I might Derby, you see that being an issue. Yeah. I mean, I, I do. That's time. usually count. That's what usually happens to the Steelers. Yeah, they usually get hurt, and that's what count like counts us out of the playoff run. Yeah, yeah, because like really, who do we have out on outside linebacker to back up What <laughs> if he goes down? Barely nobody. Not, Barely not really nobody. anyone. No one. So we have to. We're counting on him staying healthy. Wouldn't he has to stay healthy that long? Yeah, you know he missed a huge chunk last year. He missed what chunks before that. Like he'll miss games here and there. Like he'll miss half a game here, half a game there, a few quarters here and there. You see him, you know, in key drives in the first half on the sideline, sucking air. It's no, it, we we can't have that. We're paying you this much money. You need to be out there uh, a lot, and you know we, we then we sign. We're gonna sign this guy because he's a big hitter. Fans are salivating over that. They're showing the same four big hits over and over. But, you know, like this guy doesn't play a whole lot, Quan Alexander. He's been injured a lot. If he can stay healthy, he'd be a great addition. But can he stay healthy? 
how's Holcomb going to come back after his injury? You know, because he was on his way to be becoming a star. Now, if that was just a, I think that's the only time he's been hurt in his career. I don't want that to be start of a trend. Hopefully, it's a one-time fluke injury. He's going to go bounce back. But you know, it, but oh, uh, who else did we lose in the secondary last year for a while? Um, Akilah Witherspoon was out. You know, we, we can't afford to lose key players over and over on this defense. That's why, like, if he's going to come in as a backup, that's fine. Limited steps, I'm okay. And it is the two minute warning already. The guys we brought in, it's going to be stupid. I am so upset. Um, this is the two minute warning. Mike, why don't you go tell everybody about the website? Two minute warning is brought to you by two dominions.com, the number two D U M Y I N Z R S.com. And on over there, we have links to the YouTube page, Spotify, Anchor, the three main platforms to find us. Links to Instagrams, Twitters, Facebooks, all on there, email addresses on there, and the merchandise store where you can buy your Bob Nothing merchandise. There you go, Bob. Merchandise, Bob. Nothing, nothing. Merchandise is getting hot again because the pirates are bad. Yes, um, but we are. We are on the summer, the summer schedule. Our summer schedule here at the Two Dumb Yenders, where we are on seven days a week. However, the shows are shortened to a half hour, so there's seven half hour shows all throughout the week at eleven thirty a.m. every day, every day during the week. You could check us out. Um, before I jump into the trivia, I do want to say, Mike, did you get the Martha Stewart swimsuit issue from Sports <laughs> Illustrated yet? I did. I did. And it's triggering a lot of people and it's making me even even more excited than that photo. Um, She's 80, what, what, 81? 71? said 81. 81. She does not look 81. Uh, a couple of things real quick. She's looking at weed with Snoop. <laughs> the... Uh, D- Dave Chappelle show. The Dave Chappelle show is coming, or the uh, Dave Chappelle comedy act is coming here to Pittsburgh in the summer. I do want to mention this. I know that there's they're they're hiring they're hiring people to come and take people's cell phones from them as you come in, into yes. the show. They're gonna you're gonna take people's cell phones. You're gonna lock them in a safe box. Mm-hmm. They're gonna take the safe box with them mm-hmm. into the show, and when they come out, you're gonna unlock it and give them their phones back. Do you think this will cause a stink for anybody? Uh, no, this happens a lot, especially with uh, Dave Chappelle, because this usually means they're working on material for like a like a new hour special, and they don't want stuff leaked out. Uh, a lot of comedians do this, I, like when they start doing going on tour, it's because they don't want their stuff leaked out there, and I don't blame them. And, and it's, finally, that's what you pay the ticket for, people. And finally, AI expect uh, experience fifteen minutes. Did you see this? An AI, a yes. robot, yes. experienced fifteen minute wage slavery job, basically uh, repetitive, passionless work. It's described in the, um, and then it immediately killed itself after determining determining it was the logical choice. <laughs> AI killed itself yeah. at the very end of doing manual labor. Because it determined it was the log- the logical choice to do is kill yourself. There you have it, everybody. I saw that video too, and it was great because it was like in front of all like the big wigs at this place, and that robot just killed itself right in the middle of the job. It was a thing of beauty. Um, are you guys ready for a little trivia? Yes, I am. All right, and here we go. This is the Detroit Tiger trivia. The Pirates are starting a series, a two-game series tonight against the Tigers, and this is going to be a Detroit Tigers trivia question. Uh, the Detroit Tigers are one of the original eight teams. One of the original eight. Can you tell me what year they became a team? Go and take a minute to think that over. Derpy on the board, you as well. I'm looking for the year. Was P. Morton the, on the board. Who did I say? You said Derpy. We I did that earlier today. All right. Well, focus, focus. What year <laughs> did the Tigers become a team? Now remember, they were one of the original eight. 
I want to know what year they became a team. And yes, P. Morton, sorry about that. Man, you just be insulting P today compared to him. All right, we're going to start with Mike. Mike, the Detroit Tigers, one of the original eight teams. What year did they become a team? 1897. 1897. Good pick. Is that your final answer? Sure, why not? All right. Derpy, the Detroit Tigers were one of the original eight. What year did they become a team? I'm going to go with Mike's answer. (laughs) (laughs) You have, you literally have like 170 years of the history or like 150 years of history to pick from. That's the same as Mike. Can you throw out a wild guess? (laughs) This fucking guy. So Derby says 1897 as well. I'm not sure. P got, uh, he says, nope, I'm not sure if it's something else. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the answers, guys. This is, that's Derby locked in. The Detroit Lions were one of the original eight baseball teams. What year? The Tigers. I think people know what I'm talking about, don't you? The Detroit (laughs) Tigers were one of the original eight teams. What did what year did they become a team? Both of the guys says 1897, which is awfully weird that Derpy would take the same exact answer. Um, 1901, 1901, guys. Oh, close. So close, so close, yet so far away. This is like prices right, so I would have won because I didn't go over. There you go. You and Derpy, you should have said a dollar. Yeah, if you would have said a dollar, you'd have won. You would have won, man. You know Madam, what, Lily? I request that you immediately send me pictures detailing your beautiful bosom in support of the national holiday known as Titty Tuesday. And there you have it, everybody. So this uh, shortened show. I, I got to get used to this, Mike. You have to. You have to. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm I, sorry. I, I need it for my sanity, and I appreciate you you know, taking a hit on your sanity helping me out. I, I really do appreciate it. So there you are. We're, down, <laughs> we're going to a summer schedule. It's just going to be the Ryan and Derpy show. It is going to be a half hour show for seven days a week. So keep that in mind, everybody. So tomorrow, join us back here at 1130. Uh, today is election day here in PA, guys. So if you're getting out to. Good uh, luck with that. <laughs> exactly. So if anybody's getting out to do their voting today, get out and vote. But other than that, um, anything before we take off for today, Mike? Um, Mason Rudolph. Mason Derpy. Rudolph. Um, Joe Burrow's number nine, but also Carson Palmer was number nine. <laughs> I like it. And uh, oh, five, all I'm gonna say, Tommy Maddox was number eight. So, so there you go, it. everybody. So, for the two dumb yenders, it's Derpy Mike Ryan <laughs> on our summer schedule. Again, we are on a half hour at 11 30 every day for seven days a week. It's, it's it's taken me a while to get used to as well. So you, you'll be fine um, by, by, by week four of this. So for everybody, again, <laughs> the two dumb yenders, Derpy, Mike, Ryan, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> no, 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 no.